want to learn how to manage your own investments? Are you ready to stop paying investment management fees and start building wealth? The DIY Investing Podcast is dedicated to providing you with the knowledge, skills, and resources you need to be a better investor. Learn how to make investments through the use of fundamental analysis, mental models, and business management insights. Now, here's your host, value investing expert, Trey Henninger. Hello and welcome to Episode 7 of the DIY Investing Podcast. My name is Trey Henniger and I'm your host. In today's episode, I will be answering a listener question. The listener asked, should I be using a traditional IRA, Roth IRA, or both for retirement saving? This question came in from a member of my mailing list. You can sign up for my mailing list at my website, DIYinvesting.org. I sent out a survey asking for feedback on what you want to learn about right now. And so mainly it was focused on what is your number one question about investing or personal finance right now? And this is the question that the listener gave me. So if you would like to ask me a question or have something specific you want to learn about, please consider taking the survey at DIYinvesting.org slash survey. The survey is only a one question long and it shouldn't take you longer than 60 seconds to complete. Now, let's dive into the question. Should I be using a traditional IRA, Roth IRA, or both for retirement savings? In order to answer this question, I'm going to begin by giving an overview of what a traditional IRA is and what a Roth IRA is, go into the key similarities and key differences, and then I'll talk about which is better and provide some rules of thumb to help people understand when they should use one or the other. So let's dive first into an overview of a traditional IRA. Traditional IRAs are tax-deductible retirement savings vehicles established by the United States government. So they're tax-deductible in the current year. There are some restrictions, but basically, when you contribute money that you've earned this year in 2018 to a traditional IRA, you can deduct whatever portion of that contribution that you made from your taxes. So if you contribute $1,000 into a traditional IRA and you're in the 22% tax bracket, so that means that you would pay $220 less taxes this year than you otherwise would have because you put $1,000 into that traditional IRA. So that's what tax deductible means. It means you're able to deduct your taxes immediately in this year. Um, There are some restrictions. So some of the basic restrictions are that if you're covered by a retirement plan at work, then there's an income limit at which you can contribute still to the IRA. So if you're single or you're filing as head of household, then you'd only have the full deduction up to $63,000 in adjusted gross income, which is basically all your income with some minor adjustments. And, but if you're married filing jointly, you get an additional $10,000 of potential deduction income. So your full deduction is up to $73,000. It'll trail off after that and then reach a point where you don't get any benefit for um, any tax deduction for contributing to your traditional IRA. If you're not covered by a retirement plan at work, though, 
it can get a little bit more complicated. So if you're single, that basically means that you can contri- you can always contribute to a traditional IRA and always get the tax deduction. If you're married, though, it matters whether your spouse also has a retirement plan at work. So if your spouse has a retirement plan at work, but you don't, then you're allowed to contribute to a traditional IRA and get the tax deduction as long as your combined adjusted gross income is below $189,000. And again, these numbers are current for 2018. They change usually each year, but they're usually in the same ballpark. Um, But of course, if you were over that amount, it would trail off again, and then you'd no longer get the contribution limit. If you both have a retirement plan, if you neither of you have the retirement plan at work, then of course, you'd have no limit. So the second, so the first benefit of a traditional IRA is that it's tax deductible in the current year. The second benefit is that you have tax deferred benefits for any gains that you make in the account over time. So you wouldn't pay any taxes on your capital gains, your dividends, or your interest until you withdraw it from the account. So you have a tax deductible benefit. That's number one. And number two is tax deferral. Number three, you would pay taxes then on the account when you withdraw them at the in retirement. So basically you get the benefit up front, but then you have to pay taxes at the end. Um, this is still beneficial. It's better than a taxable account in most cases. Um, but that's, that's the basic overview of your traditional IRA. A Roth IRA is pretty much the opposite. So instead of getting a tax benefit, when you put the money into account, into the account, you to get the tax benefit when you take the money out of the account. So Roth IRAs are not to tax deductible at all in the current year. So if you put $1,000 into the account, you're not getting that $220 benefit for being in the 22% tax bracket. You put the $1,000 in and you pay this exact same amount of taxes that you otherwise would. However, so the Roth IRAs aren't tax deductible, but they also have the tax deferral benefit. You're not going to pay any taxes on capital gains, dividends, or interest while that money is in the account. However, the key benefit of a Roth IRA is they're tax exempt when you're withdrawing the money in retirement. So you don't owe any taxes when they're withdrawn in retirement. So that's really where you, you, you split it out. But there are some restrictions on Roth IRAs as well. Um, your contributions are restricted, not related to whether you have a retirement plan at work or not, but related to your income. So if you have an income above $120,000 as a single person or head of household, then your ability to contribute to a Roth IRA becomes started to become restricted versus it's also anything above $189,000 if you're married filing jointly. Again, these numbers are from 2018. Check the numbers if you're re- listening to this in a future year. But they should be in the same ballpark. So some of the key similarities between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA. The contribution limit is the same. And so currently that's $5,500 per year or $6,500 per year if you're over 50 years old. You get this extra $1,000 contribution limit, which they call a catch-up contribution if you're older 50 years old, because you're getting closer to retirement. So presumably you're more focused on saving for retirement. Both accounts provide tax deferral benefits, and that's where you don't pay those taxes while the money's in the account. And both accounts have a tax penalty if you withdraw the earnings before you turn age 59 and a half. 
And so if you've earned money in that account over time, if you were to make that withdrawal before 59 and a half, you're going to have to pay a tax penalty. So some of the key differences, and I've touched on them a little bit already, you know, so a traditional account, you need to associate with tax deductible. That's the key benefit for traditional. And, but a Roth IRA account, the key benefit is tax exempt. So traditional, you get the tax benefit up front. Roth, you get the tax benefit at the end. A second key difference, though, is that with a Roth IRA, there are no required minimum distributions. This is actually an important benefit because when you turn 70 or 70 and a half, you have to start taking distributions from a traditional IRA, whether you want them or not. And this is the way of the government forcing you to pay taxes on this money at some point. So you can't just decide, oh, well, I'm you know 71 years old. I don't need the money. I have a pension or something along those lines. I'm fine with Social Security and my pension. I'd like to let the money grow. You're not allowed to do so. You have to take the money out and you have to pay taxes on it with those required minimum distributions. With a Roth IRA, they don't require minimum distributions because you've already paid taxes on the way in, so they're less focused on taxing you on the way out because you're not going to be taxed on the way out. This is beneficial because you now get a longer period of time for tax deferral. And although both accounts have the tax deferral benefit, the Roth IRA is able to have an even longer tax deferral benefit because it's not required to make those minimum distributions. So which is better between a traditional and a Roth IRA? This can be frequently debated, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to your assumptions. And your assumptions are basically, what is your income now? What is your tax rate now? What is your income when you retire? And what is your tax rate when you retire? Those are the key points. And basically, you know, you can generally think it pretty easy. So if you have a high current income now, you're going to generally prefer a traditional IRA because that means you're going to be paying high taxes now. And so you want to reduce high taxes now. If you have a low income now, you would generally prefer a Roth IRA because you're getting less benefit from the money going in now, and you're hoping for a bigger benefit later. And so again, on the other side with the retirement income and tax rate, the higher your retirement income, the more you'll prefer a Roth IRA. And the lower you expect your retirement income to be, the more you prefer a traditional IRA. So one key thing to think about is that one assumption that most people make Even most personal finance people and most experts on the issue, they generally assume that tax rates will stay the same over time. As we've seen in the past few months with the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, tax rates change. It is a bad assumption to assume that tax rates are going to stay the same over time. Now, why do people make this assumption? Well, basically... The mathematics of investing in a traditional IRA versus a Roth IRA are identical if tax rates are constant and if your income, both in retirement and during work, are constant. So if you are working and you're earning $100,000 per year and you earn $100,000 when you retire and the tax rate doesn't change, then it makes no difference at all whether you invest in a traditional IRA or Roth IRA because you're going to pay the same amount of taxes and your your final account value, you're, you're going to pay 
different amount of taxes, but your final account value is going to be exactly the same. So if you put a certain amount of money into the account, it doesn't matter whether you've used a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA in that sense, because at the end of the day, you're going to have more money. Uh, you're not going to have any more money using one way or the other, because you're going to just pay a bigger amount on the way out with the Roth IRA and a small amount on the way in. But the way compounding works, the math works out to be exactly the same. So that's one of the sticking points. But the problem is, is that this assumption isn't a good assumption. Tax rates change all the time. Um, and the government on a regular basis will look into saying, oh, well, we should raise taxes or we should lower taxes. And so recently we lowered taxes, but then taxes might go up again in the future. One key way I think about it is that government debt is increasing all over time. And so as it gets harder and harder for the government to pay back its debt, they're going to have to increase tax rates at some point. Now, these might not be income tax rates. They could be a national sales tax. It could be a a VAT tax, which is what Europe has, value-added tax. These are other ways that the government can raise income without affecting income tax rates. But you generally know that the government's going to need more income in the future to pay the higher amount of debt that we've brought in onto the government balance sheet. So even though you know taxes will probably rise, income taxes may or may not rise. As we saw, they just dropped. My general assumption is that income tax rates are going to be higher in the future. But again, it's just an assumption. You need to think about for yourself, where do you think taxes are going to be? And that's going to be a big driver in the assumptions that you make. So let's answer. Should you use a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA or both for retirement savings? The short answer is it depends. The long answer is we should dive into some rules of thumb that'll help you think about it of where, based upon your current income, you should consider putting your money, whether into the traditional or to the Roth. So let's start at the low end of the spectrum. If you make less than the current standard deduction, which is $12,000 for single people and $24,000 for married couples, you're in the 0% tax bracket. This is an obvious choice. You should save money in a Roth IRA. You're going to pay zero taxes putting the money into the Roth IRA. You'll pay zero taxes while the money is growing, and you'll pay zero taxes when the money is taken out. This is now a perfect tax shelter for any money you can save while you're in the 0% tax bracket. I realize it's difficult to save money while you're in the 0% tax bracket, but there are some circumstances where you could easily be in the 0% tax bracket, not be paying taxes, and still get along in life. It doesn't apply to everyone, but if you're in that situation, the Roth IRA is exactly what you want to use. The same is also true for the 10% and 12% tax brackets. Basically, these tax brackets are the two lowest tax brackets once your income starts to become taxable, and they're relatively low in the grand scheme of things. So, your income is most likely to go up over time. You tend to be in these tax brackets. Um, the younger you are in your life, uh, before you have reached the peak in your income. And so while you're in those tax brackets, the 10% and 12% tax brackets, it makes a lot of sense to use the Roth IRA because you're in general going to see 
growing incomes, but even if your income doesn't grow, your investments will grow over time to the point where you might end up in retirement in a higher tax bracket, simply because your starting tax bracket was relatively low. And also, this means that insulates you from any raises in taxes in the future on the same tax brackets. Now, what are the 10% and 12% tax brackets for people who don't think about it? Basically, if you make up to $50,700 per year as a single person, you're in the 10 to 12% tax bracket. And so you should save your money in a Roth IRA. If you make up to $101,000, $101,400 while married and with your gross income, that would still keep you in the 10 to 12% tax bracket. So that even a married couple who's making six figures at $101,000 should use a Roth IRA because they're only paying in, into the 10 and 12% tax brackets. Now, again, that assumes that you have no children and you have the tax benefits of having you know a child tax credit. So you're paying even lower taxes due to having those extra tax credits. Um, Again, your goal should be to be build enough wealth that you would otherwise be in a higher tax bracket with you when you retire. So you would have the added benefit of not having required minimum distributions. So as you build wealth and you're choosing between a traditional and Roth IRA, again, it comes down to which tax rate am I going to hit? Where's my retirement income? Where's my income now? Well, a lot of people generally think, well, that they might have income lower in retirement. And this applies to many people. But if you're a saver and if you're an investor and you're listening to this podcast and you want to build wealth over time, it's quite possible that by diligently saving and diligently investing, your retirement income is going to be much higher or simply just higher than what your income is now. Because the math of compounding just builds into that conclusion. If you're saving early, if you're saving for over a long period of time, you will build wealth that can be very useful to you in retirement. So the benefit of not having the required distributions again is, as I said, you'll be able to save that money in a tax-deferred basis longer, past the age of 70 and a half. So what about as you get higher in income between behind, above these 10 and 12% brackets? So at some point, it, would make, it might make sense to use a traditional IRA. But I think that only applies if you fall into a specific category. Something along the lines of early retirement or seeking a financial independence mindset where you make a lot of money now, but you live on a very small amount. So if you're saving 50, 60, 70, 80% of your income, then using a traditional IRA can be very valuable because if you're making $100,000 and you're saving 70% of your income so that you're saving 70 grand a year and you have $30,000 is what you're actually spending, then when you retire, you might only have to withdraw $30,000 a year and you might be in the 10% or 0% tax bracket with those withdrawals. So you might not pay money going in and you might not pay money going out. Again, this is the best of both worlds. But it only really applies if you have an extremely high savings rate and you plan to retire early and live on a low amount. If you don't, it's quite possible that Roth IRA is still going to be better for you. Or your income might be so high 
where you, you're now above the limits at which you can get the even tax deduction for a traditional IRA. And if that's the case, you want to be contributing to a Roth IRA. Again, assuming you're not above the Roth IRA uh, income restrictions. So should you use both? The simple answer is no. So there's no benefit, at least on a single year contribution basis, to use both. There's going to be a right and a wrong answer depending upon where you are in your income stream and what your retirement plans are. If you're thinking to, if you think that the best answer is, is to do both, then it probably means that you don't fully understand what your retirement goals are. You should spend some time focusing on really understanding what your retirement goals are, how much money you think you'll need in retirement, and how much money you're saving now to get there. Because that's going to be the driver of what your final income in retirement is and what taxes you'll be paying on that retirement income. So my default answer for people choosing between traditional IRA and Roth IRA is you should default to the Roth IRA. Tax exempt is better than tax deductible. Even though the math works out assuming tax rates stay the same and income stays the same, that's not a good assumption. Tax rates change and your income will change. So when I think about myself, you know, I intend to save a lot of money and I want to be wealthy when I'm in retirement. So if I'm successful at doing that, I'm going to retire at a much higher tax bracket than the one I'm working at now. This is mainly driven by time and compounding. So I want to protect all of my money from future taxes if I can. It also prevents me from any of the uncertainty of not knowing how much money I truly have. So like if you have a million dollars saved in a traditional IRA, well, you really don't know how much money that is to you after tax. Because although the tax prep payments that you might pay on it now are 20%, so you can think, okay, well, maybe it's $800,000 of after-tax money. You really don't know because it might be true for the next five years. But if in five years from now, the tax rates go up to 30%, well, now you've lost $100,000 of your after-tax value. You just didn't know that. So it's really hard to plan. But if you have a million dollars in your Roth IRA, you know that's a million dollars of after-tax money. That's both incredibly comforting to know how much you have, and it's better for planning because you can say, this is my extra money I can take out without having to pay taxes on it. So you can know exactly how much that is. But also, I don't want to be subject to required minimum distributions. If I'm saving a lot of money into a Roth IRA or traditional IRA, I'm going to have potentially millions of dollars, multiple millions of dollars in my Roth IRA when I retire. It's going to be really nice not to be forced to draw 50, 60, 70, 80, or $90,000, maybe six figures out of that account every year, forcing me into steadily higher tax brackets. That's one of the key benefits of a Roth IRA, and it's one of the things that separates the Roth and the traditional IRAs. So even though the math makes them identical, those extra benefits of the Roth IRA help you. Another extra benefit of the Roth IRA, which I haven't mentioned, is that they both have their money grow tax deferred, but a Roth IRA, you can withdraw your contributions at any time. So like if you put in $1,000 into your Roth IRA on December 1st, and then, you know, in January of 2019, you know, you have your car break down and you need to do a car repair for $1,000. You can go, you can take that $1,000 out. There's no penalty. 
There's no tax penalty as long as you're only taking out the money which you have put in. You can't take out the earnings without paying a penalty, but you can always take out your contribution. That's not true for a traditional IRA. It's one of the key benefits of Roth. So you can use it as an extra savings vehicle, an extra emergency fund if you truly, truly need it. So that about concludes where I'm going with this podcast. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the DIY Investing Podcast. The full show notes for this episode, including my outline for today's podcast, are available at DIYinvesting.org episode 7. If you want your question to be answered on a future podcast, please consider submitting your question through my survey link at DIYinvesting.org survey. And if you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, please consider leaving me a review. I need your help to grow the podcast, and that's done best by leaving me a five-star review in the podcast app. These reviews help me to gain a higher rating in iTunes, iOS, and other podcast players. Thank you for your support, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the DIY Investing Podcast. Please visit our website and subscribe to our email list at DIYinvesting.org for guides, videos, and resources to help make you a better investor. The DIY Investing Podcast is presented for general informational and entertainment purposes only. I have not considered your specific situation or risk profile, and I have not provided investment advice. The information presented on the DIY Investing Podcast should not be construed as investment advice. The views and opinions expressed on the DIY Investing Podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the show's host or sponsors. DIY Investing, its producers, sponsors, and host, Trey Henniger, shall not be liable for losses resulting from investment decisions based upon information or viewpoints presented on the DIY Investing Podcast.